We are back, as is the season, and it's been a pretty good start as starts to the seasons go for Salah. Welcome to Shrew's Views. I'm Johnny Drury. I'm opposite Ollie Westbury, fresh from his trip to Yorkshire for the Carabao Cup. And we'll be discussing that Leeds clash, the season open, the transfer market, and more on today's episode. Ollie, how are you, mate? You've uh, you've put in some miles over this last 24 hours, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love the miles, love the miles, more miles to come. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely uh, hammering the motorway at the moment. Greta Thunberg's worst nightmare you are in the last 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah. Talk, talk, tell Salat fans about your trip. You've been from one end of the country virtually to basically the other. Yeah, um, Bournemouth to Leeds um, with a, an overnight stay at home in between. Um, and then I actually went up to Leeds uh, yesterday morning. Um, nice. I spent the day up there, sat in a coffee shop, did a bit of work. I see you bumped um, into an EFL footballer in Zara. Yeah. I, I saw Aaron Connolly in Zara with his mom on the escalator. Um, <laughs> one of the more ran, and then I thought he just—I just assumed he played for Leeds, um, and then apparently not. He plays for Hull. Oh, um, but it—it—it it, it, um, it did beg the question of where is where are the most random places you bumped into footballers? Yeah. Um, I'd have thought a footballer would probably be spending a bit money, that a bit more money than Zara, but there you go. Oh, I don't know, mate. Zara's all right. You can get some expensive like sack in Zara. Well, I'll, I'll, you know, I like Zara because I was in there. Yeah, well, there we go. Yeah, bit of pre, bit of pre football. Is that part of the new? Is that the pre-routine when you get there? Really, is it old to go and do a bit of uh, retail therapy before games? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I like Leeds as a city. My girlfriend went to uni in Leeds, so um, I, I like it as I like it as a city. So. Um, yeah, it's nice to just have a little explore around. You get to travel to all these places, so sometimes she's kind. Of, I don't think I'll be exploring Stevenage on Saturday though. No, there's not much down there, mate. I've been Stevenage before. It's a it's a get in get out job. Um, I can't think if I've seen any footballers in random places before. Probably in the, the odd pub. Well, I did bump into a a League Two footballer in a pub in Oswestry a while ago. Um, but he's from Oswestry, so it wasn't too. Do bad. they have pubs in Oswestry? Oh yeah, plenty. We're actually some Oswestry based Salop fans might know Oswestry had the most pubs per square mile up until about three years ago when they all started shutting down. Um, oh. Anyway, there's some, there's some Shropshire knowledge for you. We'll get onto Shrewsbury knowledge for you now because um, it's been a busy few days. Um, a good start to the the season. I'll just sum it up. We'll obviously go into detail on various subjects, but on the whole. You know, a win on Saturday and a very spirited performance last night at Ellen Road. It couldn't have really gone much better for Matt Taylor to start with. No, I I was talking to the Shrewsbury Town media team last night. And I actually think you can take more out of last night than you can take out of Saturday against Cheltenham. Um, you know, when managers are unveiled, you ask them about styles and how your team's going to play. But you never really know what's going to happen until they actually play and you watch them and you can see it with your own eyes. And I think that we saw Shrewsbury play in a way that we're probably not accustomed to seeing them play. Um, I certainly arrived at Ellen Road last night expecting them to sit in a low block, expecting them to absorb pressure and just looking to hang on in there. And they absolutely pressed the life out of Leeds in the first half. and. They kept winning the ball back, partly because Leeds were, fair to say, in the first half dismal. But Shrewsbury made them be that way by putting them under so much pressure. 
And Matt Taylor said after the games, these pr- these are the principles that we want to stick to and we want to follow. I just thought it was really exciting to see um, the team push up so high, be on the front foot, looking to win it back high up the pitch. They lack composure when they want it back. There's no doubt about that. Um, you know, at times they want it back in really, really dangerous areas and then give it away or couldn't quite lack the cl- lacked that little bit of c- being clinical. Um, to create an opening but I thought it was immensely impressive you always felt like Leeds would have too much quality in the end and there was going to be a spell where you know especially in that cauldron of an atmosphere with you know 35,000 people um, cheering them on but I I just thought I just thought they were excellent the way and and it just looked so well coached Um, and it was just I think it came as a shock to me Um, I think obviously we saw the game against Cheltenham, but Cheltenham weren't very good. And then when you caveat that with the way they played, they kind of let Shrewsbury have the ball a bit more. So, um, yeah, I mean, each game you're learning, you're learning about this new team, this new look Shrewsbury Town. And I, I just thought, I, I just thought it was an absolute breath of fresh air. And I feel as though we learned more about what we're likely to see from Shrewsbury this season, in my opinion, based on last night's first 45 minutes and the fact that Matt Taylor says our principles are going to stay with us. We will just have to adapt them each game throughout the season. So, you know, I thought it was an intriguing, an intriguing evening in Yorkshire, um, one that I really enjoyed watching. Um, and I know that I think town fans feel the same from 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 what I can gather from the reaction. Seems like a horses for courses, you know, different, you know, different styles to fit different games. We talk a lot about, you know, managers like to have identities and stuff these days and, you know, playing a certain way and, and, and good luck to them with their principles. But Matt Taylor seems to, you know, sort of adopting that mantra of, you know, we'll take, don't mean to sound like a walking cliche, but each game as it comes and sort of adapt to, to those conditions. He obviously felt last night going at Leeds was the best way to, to try and get through. Yeah, and then you also have to take into consideration that Leeds are a new team under a new manager as well. And obviously, if you're the team that's trying to play out from the back and there's a few teething issues perhaps going on whilst you're playing out from the back, which there were for Leeds, especially in that first half, it just kind of felt as though um, sure, it, it was, yeah, it just kind of, they just looked very disjointed. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see you know, how many teams in League One really will try and do that, um, you know, that 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 kind of high pressing, you know, because it was very much, it was, it was very much like the goalkeepers got the ball, playing it round inside their own box and Shrewsbury pressing the life out of them really high up the pitch away from their own goal. But I'd be interested to see how many League One sides are going to be playing, especially when you get to the middle of winter and you see some of the pitches that they're playing on. These bobbly things, you know, it's not, it's all right when you're playing on an absolute carpet at Ellen Road, but, you know, we'll have to see how it goes over the course of the season because, you know, it's hard to press teams if they're not, you know, if they just, if they just take a goal kick and they oof it long. I mean, how do you press that? I mean, you can't, can you really? Um, So, yeah, I just thought it was intriguing anyway. Just my own, my own observations of the game. Yeah. No, it's interesting to, uh, Interesting to see. Talk about individual displays. Old enough, seen a few mentioned names mentioned. Obviously, Udo on Saturday. Tyler Perry, someone that South fans seem to have uh, have been quite happy with in the first two games. Just talk to me about him and his sort of impact the the youngsters coming from Wolves. Yeah, Taylor Perry's been pretty good since since he's since he's arrived. Um, he's kind of hit the ground running a little bit this season. He was very good um, on Saturday at um, against Cheltenham. 
And then he was pretty good last night. You know, the, I mean, Town didn't have a lot of moments on the ball, um, but when they did, they 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 tried their best to pass it as much as possible. And I suppose the standout moment is the goal, isn't it? It's like anything, you know, if you score a wonderful goal, you could be useless, but you but, but, but you, you get the plaudits, don't you? So the standout moments is the goal. He he was steady, like a lot of people were steady, I thought, last night. Um, I, th- I thought, I think what has surprised me the most is Tom Flanagan in the middle of that back three. He looks like a, he looks like a, like a born-again centre-half. Um, he looks much more comfortable playing in the centre of the back three as he did to playing on the left. Um, but Taylor Perry's been good. Um, he's been bright. Um, he's got a lot of energy. He's comfortable on the ball. Uh, there seems to be a little bit of that. Um, Nohan Kenner is probably the one who kind of does the dirty work for for the for for the for the other guys. But yeah, I mean, it's it's an, it's, a, it's an interesting one. We'll, we'll just have to wait and see. It's hard to make judgments after two games. I'd like to see a lot more. A lot more of them um, for the moment. But Dan Udo was good on Saturday as well. I thought he looked really sharp. It was difficult when he came on last night because Schleeds had all the ball and they were. it was kind of a bit of a stalemate of a game by that stage. But, you know, I'm quietly optimistic, to be honest, after having watched that against good opposition. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Any Anyone else in terms of the new signings? What have you made of the new signings you've, you've sort of played so far? I, I, I like the defence. And I think that helps. I think Anderson offers balance by being left-footed. He's comfortable on the ball. Um, and, you know, Feeney has slotted in very, very almost seamlessly onto the right, into the right side of the defence. Um, and he has looked assured, um, I would say, um, in that role. Um, almost come in and, and he plays cuts or the Pennington role. So... I don't know. I, I like those those additions. Um, you know, I think Kenner has been excellent covering the back the back four, covering the back three. Sorry, in that holding role. Um, and, and then the, the lads who are already at the club have done pretty well as well. So you must not forget that. You know, I know Winchester signed the season, but I class him as one of them because because he was at the club last season. You know, Chipley's done pretty well. He did pretty well last weekend. Um, I'm trying to think, you know, Bowman's put himself put himself about again last night. Um, so, yeah, there's plenty of positives at the moment. There's plenty of positives. Yeah. In terms of sort of Bowman, is he, you know, at the moment, you look at South's forward line, um, we'll come on to talking about Matter, um, but there's Udo and Bowman in there. Bloxman's obviously gone out on loan. Um, Aidan O'Brien's obviously not at the club at the moment. Um, a sort of big weight on Bowman's shoulders, considering he was sort of, not a bit part last season, but you know, less used than he was like. He was, he yeah. was a bit part. He was definitely a bit part player last season. There's no doubt about it. He didn't get put for press once, um, which kind of tells you that he was a bit part player. Um, yeah, a know, lot more substitute of, appearances, wasn't it? Yeah, starts, yeah, really. yeah, substitute appearances. And he went through a phase where he played really well. Um, from what I gather, he's a very popular man amongst the, amongst the players. And uh, I think he's an exceptional athlete as well. I can remember asking... Uh, Chris Worley, when I did a feature with Chris Worley, who's the fittest member of the Shrewsbury Town squad, and he said Luke Lee and Ryan Bowman were the two that keep themselves in unbelievable shape, um, which I thought was interesting. Um, so, yeah, he's doing well. He's doing well. Um, and there's a bit of competition for places, which is something that we perhaps haven't seen for a while at Town. You know, there's a real, you know, the, uh, 
between you know obviously Max Matt is not available at the moment but but you know he he will come in and put pressure on him we understand they're looking for another forward and there's a bit of competition I feel like they need another midfielder um but you know it feels like there's they've got options you know they can make changes and it doesn't weaken the team too much and they can you know rest up just a little bit yeah what's the um situation on Max Matt or any part piece I think it was uh was last night um just sort of talking a little bit about him. What was um, what's well, the fans, sort of latest? On fans him? just keep asking about him, and it's just that there's nothing to report other than yes or no. It's like yeah. it's it's either come or it hasn't. You know, he's he's either yeah. got his work permit or he doesn't. And it's Is you just... getting the sense that Matt Taylor's getting a bit frustrated? Obviously, you know, we see this happen with sort of Premier League players, don't we? For certain, you know, coming from certain countries and work permits, and you know, sometimes they come through a lot quicker. You know, I don't want to say it happens to the bigger clubs, but is is there a sense of frustration from Matt Taylor? Obviously, they've worked to to bring this guy in from from I think it's Sligo. Um, is, yeah. is is he getting frustrated about it now? Because you know, if you've got your new signings in, he didn't seem to be. I think he gets frustrated about keep being asked the question. Yeah. Um, because the answer is yet, yeah. like I say, it's a yes or no answer. Has Max Matter's work permit come through? Yes. Has it come through? No. It's with a home office. Mm. There's nothing they can do to chase it up. It's just one of those things that will will happen. Um, we're just waiting to see, you know, if there's another story that comes out of it, then um, we'll report it when we get it. And I think that's the thing. It will. It's either just going to be a yes or it's going to be a no. And hopefully another couple of days and it'll be a yes and he'll be able to be in, in and around the squad on Saturday at Stevenage. Uh, I think that'll help some more fresh legs. Um, but if not, then we'll have to wait till the week after. Stupid question, but is he able to train? Obviously, it's a work yeah. permit. Yeah, he's, he's training. Working. Yeah, he's training. Yeah, he's a bit mad, isn't it? You thought he wouldn't be able to do anything, but yeah, he's he training. can train. He's training, which is work- technically working. And he's travelling so, with the squad. He's yeah. travelling with the squad. So yeah, it is a bit. It is a bit. It is a bit odd, but yeah, uh, one of them ones, isn't it? You know, that answers your question, Sark fans. That's the the cut and thrust of the answer. And I'm sure Matt Taylor doesn't get annoyed about answering questions. As much as the man who went before him, um, I know he'd probably get a little bit more annoyed by asking that, answering that question all the time. Um, moving on, just on to Elliot Thorpe. He's another one, that, a bit, a bit of a worry, really. Thorpe's looked good in pre-season, uh, but they're just waiting for the results of a, of a back scan. I suppose it's not ideal, yeah. really. You know, one of your, your top signings coming in from a Premier League club, picking up a, a knock so soon. Yeah, I asked. I asked the question. Well, Stuart Dunn from the BBC asked the question, and I followed up, trying to get a bit more out of. Matt Taylor on on the the on the Elliot Thorpe injury. I asked if it's a concerning one. He says every injury is concerning. Um, he kind of pleaded the fifth a little bit and pleaded a bit of ignorance that he doesn't really know the severity of it. Um, seems like seems as though maybe the reason that Winchester is playing at wing back from this is only reading between the lines and I have no prior knowledge or intel on this this is just an opinion from reading what I'm reading but it sounds as if Thorpe has been managing this problem for a little while and perhaps the reason that Winchester has started at right wing back is because Thorpe has been managing this injury um that that I don't know that that might be wrong Um, but that just kind of he's not really been that involved at all to be honest um, so yeah um, that's that's what I would say that's what I'd say on that one 
Yeah. I want to talk about Travis Hearns. Um, signed a professional contract last week. He's he's been back to make an impact in the in the Shrewsbury squad this season. He's been involved in pre-season. Um, he's someone we saw a little bit of a glimpse of last season under Steve Cottrell. Um, there seems to be a bit of excitement about this youngster. Oh, um, have you yeah. got, have you sort of you know you under the impression he's going to play a, a sort of bigger part than maybe first thought this season? I'm not sure how big a part he's going to play this season. And I only say that because Matt Taylor keeps saying that he wants the squad to look different by the time the end of the window comes. Mm. So the probably the likes, the players that will become, you know, close to missing out would be Travis Hearns, Jason Schreyer, um, Shabawali, um, if you know what I mean. So they're the, they're the kind of players that Harvey Watts, you know, they're, they're the lads who, you know, are probably the ones that are vulnerable if they do bring in three or four bodies between now and the end of the window. So that will depend on how they get on um, in in the transfer market, I suppose. Um, Yeah. So do I expect him to play a part? Probably not as much as he has done so far. Having said that, I thought the way he handled the ball last night, and I know I'm repeating what Matt Taylor said, but I thought it as well, that the way he received the ball and how comfortable he was on it and that, you know, for a young player to, to kind of have the maturity to cope with an occasion like that, I thought was re- really, really pretty exceptional, to be honest. Um, I thought he didn't look out of his depth. And the the main thing was how he handled the ball. Um, you know, he, gave, he he got the ball and he passed it to a red shirt. Um and you know what Leeds are like, they play at 100 mile an hour, don't they? And, you know, Daniel Fark, similar, they were, they were similar kind of intensity to the way they played. And when Shrewsbury got it high up the pitch, they were all over him, but he managed to show the composure. Um, so, yeah, I was very impressed with him. Um, and he looks as if he's got a really bright future ahead of him. Yeah. No, good luck to the kids and, uh, and well done on his... Uh... His pro deal transfers, Ollie. Um, obviously, Matt Taylor wants to look to bring in more. Do we know sort of target areas he's looking at now? We're, we're on centre forward. Yeah, he wants a centre forward. Um, so I suppose that gives the two 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 players in each position, doesn't it? You know, if you've got if you're playing three five two, then you want four strikers. So you've got the four of them competing. Um, I would have thought he might want a another central midfielder as well. Um, the other areas of the squad that he's looking to improve, um, he's quite tight-lipped about that kind of stuff. Uh, I have asked him how many bodies he wants and he kind of gives the vague answers, as many as I can get. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I'm not sure how many more areas of the pitch they're going to want to bring in bring players into um you know uh, obviously nurse has done his acl so they've brought benning in as cover but you know i see kenna being a uh, being a bit of a fixture i see i see bayless playing a big part and perry as well so i don't really know where where the areas are i mean they've got loads of center backs now as well they've got the three playing they've got shreya they've got dunkley coming back from injury um, right wing back the same they've got obviously Winchester's playing there Thorpe who's injured but they've also got Bennett so I would have thought one one area is perhaps a, a, another midfielder um, somebody to kind of compete with Nohan Kenner um, but but yeah it seems as though you know, I feel as though they've got a pretty decent squad together already to be honest it's just the it's the icing on top of the cake it's the finishing touches but 
it'd be interesting to see because it'll be hard to. I, mean, I know it's a long season and you're going to get you're going to get injuries, but it's going to be hard for him to keep more happy if he kind of ends up with a with a with a really big squad. Yeah, that sort of lends it on to my next question. Is Taylor given any indication whether these players he's looking to bring in between now and the end of the window are going to be sort of you know ready starters or or you know players in the mould of maybe other ones that have come in previously who are going to be maybe squad players or or maybe not play as much development players. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he hasn't. That's a good question. That's worth asking. I'll ask him that tomorrow when I see him tomorrow afternoon about the type of player they're still looking to recruit. Um, yeah, and it's also whether he, you would imagine, whether he expects to lose any players, whether that's a loan move out the door or yeah. so on and so forth. Um, I asked, I asked that question of Max Matter because I don't know a lot about Irish football, so I asked him. Um, I said, "Oh, is Max Matter expected to compete? Is he expected to play quite a significant role in the first team this season?" and and you know, because obviously he's been playing in the Irish Premier League. And uh, he said, have you seen him play? And I responded to that by saying, well, no, that's why I'm asking you. And he said, he was, it was all tongue in cheek. It was it was a bit of a joke. But um, he, he seemed very excited by the prospect of signing Max Matter. Um, so we're just kind of really excited to see him play, really. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Now, that's interesting to see. A little bit of banter there between yourself and the, the Shrewsbury Town manager. Seems to be getting well, along well. Asked him, I also asked him as well if he's the best dressed manager in League One on Saturday and he says that he doesn't own any of the clothes. <laughs> I think he was joking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think he was joking. He's pretty snappily um, dressed, isn't he? Like, he? Oh, yeah. He's a suave geezer. Yeah. I need to get, I need to, I need to find out. I don't think he's getting his clothes from Zara, put it that way. No. Is that, a, is that a put down on Zara or a put up? No, 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 not a put down on Zara. He just looks, he just looks very smartly dressed. Um, so, yeah, looks like we got, we got ourselves a shirt and tie manager on our hands here, Johnny. Not, not no, I'm, all, I'm, all, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. Yeah, shirt. me too. Me shirt, too, and tie, yeah. shirt and tie, trench coat. Um, time for an advert. As always, the Shrewsbury's podcast is sponsored by the Keller Toastman. Sponsors all our podcast here at MLA Media. Very grateful for them. Some great products down there. So head online. Actually headed down to their uh, their HQ the other day to meet the uh, meet the owner and have a bit of a look around. And they've got some fantastic products there. The graded product specialist down in Briley Hill. So if you're uh, if you're needing something for your kitchen, a kettle or a toaster or a lot of other things, head along to uh, their website, kettleandtoasterman.co.uk. Right, questions. We already answered one. I'm not going to ask you at all because it'll wind you up anymore. But we're more massively available. So we'll uh, we'll we'll stick with the other ones. Uh, this is a question from Tivor18. Um, given Taylor's comments in the recent shop star article, how likely do you think further outgoings are in the remainder of the transfer window? Thanks for your question. Well, I suppose that's highly dependent on how many players they get in. I seem to be under the impression that there's plenty more business that Town are still going to do, which which kind of surprises me. So, so perhaps some of these players they have signed on permanent deals the likes of Subawale and the likes of Hearns and some of these young players. Maybe they're planning on getting them. This is, and I'm, this is I've got no uh, knowledge of this whatsoever. I'm just thinking out loud. But maybe the plan is to get some more experience, more players that have, are going to play first-team football. These players that they've signed on pro deals um, are more long-term 
players for Shrewsbury Town and perhaps they are thinking that it might be good if they're not going to play any, play a part in the town season that they can get them out on loan somewhere, whether it's in the National League North or wherever. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the uh, maybe that's what they're looking to do. Um, so. Um, uh, the, the God's honest truth is we, is, is we don't know. We don't know at this moment. No. Uh, serial shrew thoughts on Nathan Fraser? Do you think we'll get him? Is this someone linked to to Salafon? Yeah, he's the Wolves player that I reported ages ago. Now that we were linked with him, um, well, yeah. I mean, it depends, doesn't it? I mean, Wolves are a bit of an absolute shambles at the moment, aren't they? Um, with what's going on with their manager, so I would have thought that given what's happened over the last couple of days um, with the new manager coming in, that he might now want to have a look at him um, and decide whether he wants to use him or not. Um, or you might come in, have a look at him and think, yep, yeah, alone's the best thing for him. So, yeah, I I feel as though we might be waiting a little bit longer on that one um, because obviously Lopetegui's gone. I don't know whether it, it could be the sporting director's decision, but you would have thought that the new manager at Wolves, Gary O'Neill, is going to want to have a look at all the players that he has available to select from and then decide accordingly um, would be my guess. Doesn't mean it's not happening, but would be my guess. Yeah, no. Watch this space on that one. Uh, Andrew Quinn, where to next? As a fan, like most from the uncertainty from the close season till now, we were unsure as to what, how the state of the club was going to be like. From all I've heard and seen, I'm impressed with it as the whole thing. So, sorry, I'm impressed with it as a whole. The only thing I would say now is where do we end up? I think Andrew's uh, sort of angling for is a Is he asking for a prediction? Prediction. I think that's what Andrew's doing. Yeah. Well, I did. I, I made a prediction. Oh yeah, sorry. Office. Second tweet at the end of the season. But that's right. why we love the game. Yeah. So he, he definitely wants a prediction off you. I made it. I made a prediction, didn't I? Um, after the first game, um, or before the first game, I think it was not after the first game. I think I did. I say eighteenth. Um, having watched Town twice now. Uh, that that would uh, that would go up. I would I would suggest that Shrewsbury Town aren't a town, or don't look like a team that's going to finish 18th with the players that they have in the building. However, you know things happen, don't they? Curveballs come around, uh, form comes and goes, injuries come and go, um, injuries to key players. Um, so yeah, from the early indications are very positive. The early indications are very positive, but like I said, my analysis for Monday's paper, the final word, it's early days. It's very early days. So there is still um, lots of football to be played, lots of games to be played. And I think we will probably have a bit more of an indication of where this team is going 10 games in. Yeah, there we go. I hope that answers your question. Final one, uh, Matt Beeston, any news on James Collins potentially signing? Now, that was sort of news that come out a, a week or so, a couple of weeks ago. Well, um, Collins think of the third spell in Shrewsbury. Any any updates on that or is that sort of cooled at the moment? No, no updates from my understanding of the situation on Collins. I asked Matt Taylor about it, about, about him last week. Um, he didn't give much away, um, as you would expect. He kind of, it's almost a bit of a moot point when you get a player. There's no point asking the manager about the player because 
he won't go, yeah, we like him unless he's in the building. They will just say he's another club's player and I don't want to talk about him. Um, he is one that the club are monitoring. He is one that the club are interesting with, interested in. As of yet, as far as my understanding is, I mean, I haven't chased it up for the last couple of days, but my understanding is that they, they, they haven't made any progress with it yet. They might do, but as of yet, that is what I gather. There we go, Salah fans. Thank you very much for your questions. Do get in touch on our next episode. We'll endeavour to read all of them out. Um, I'll just find before we wrap up, Sonny Stevenage for you on Saturday. Looking forward to it. What's it like? It's an all right ground. Just your bog standard League One ground, really. They had a good season last season. Obviously, I think it was promotion for them last season, was it? Um, yeah. They had a they had a good run. I think they beat Villa in the cup as well. Um, They're not what for so- cup, didn't they? On uh, they did Tuesday. indeed. They did indeed. Um, I think it's is it still Steve Evans in charge at Stevenage? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah the, the character that is Steve Evans. Um, what are you expecting? Or is it a case of you know, I don't know. Not, I, not, honestly, not sure at the moment because he's sort of changed tact in the first couple of games. Yeah, I, I honestly don't know what to expect. I, I, I generally don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know enough about Stevenage to know how they'll try and play, and I don't know. Um, yeah, I really don't know what this game's going to be like. I probably expect it to be more like Cheltenham than Leeds. And they're Just quite sim- a direct team, Stevenage. Yeah, well, I saw them at Walsall last season, and they are quite direct. Yeah, I don't expect them to be playing around with it in front of their own goal mouth. So yeah, I, I expect them to be more like um, to be more like um, the game to probably follow a similar pattern to Cheltenham, um, but maybe them offering. I think they'll offer a lot more threat than Cheltenham. Uh, Cheltenham were pretty poor. I thought. Um, I thought they offered very little in that game. So we're just going to have to wait and see how it all pans out, Johnny. We are indeed. Uh, any other indications so far in terms of sort of players that might be out? Are you, are you, do you speak to Matt Taylor before Stephen and all? Yeah, press it tomorrow afternoon. So tomorrow. we'll find out more then. Um, but I think it'll be a similar, similar looking team, similar looking squad. There'll be updates to follow on Elliot Thorpe. Hopefully we'll have an update on him. We can ask the question again about Elliot Bennett. Um, so he's recovering from an appendix. Um, so wasn't involved last night. So yeah, it's just one of those. It'll just be the regular kind of injury updates and where we're at and all that jazz. There we go. Thank you, Oliver. Good start to the Taylor era for you Salop fans. Hopefully it'll get even better on Saturday. Two wins in two will be the perfect tonic after a, a summer of change at the Crowd Medal. Thank you very much for listening on Shrew's Views. Until next time, goodbye.